Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 88 on the New Truth Podcast, how to stop wasting time on the wrong men. And we have a feeling you're all going to want to listen to this episode because Kate and I have gone back and forth hundreds of times about the things our clients say and the things (laughs) we hear from women all the time. And this one is particularly important to me because I've been hearing it a lot lately. And we're going to dive into both the number one mindset shift you need to make around this that we each feel very passionate about. And then to call you out, like we always do, (laughs) lovingly and fiercely about how to date with more intention so that, yes, you can stop wasting time on the wrong people, but we can guarantee that it's not for the reasons you think. (laughs) So the number one mindset is that and I'm, I correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't feel as passionately about this as I do, but there is no wasted time. The foundation of the new truth is that we're busting the myth around the life story that every woman has to have a love life that looks exactly the same. And I believe that every lover is a lesson. Even when I look back on all of my relationships with my exes, I don't say ever that I wasted my time with them. Every single person met me where I was at in my own growth and evolution. And guess what? You're repeating the same patterns if you're not evolving. So that's one way you can waste time is not learn about yourself, not be growing, acting like it's someone else's responsibility to make you happy. But when I think about all of my lovers, I see my own evolution and all the things that they offered me. My life is forever changed because of my ex. I know 17 breakups with the same person, but I am a coach because of him. I became a yoga teacher. I was introduced to yoga because of him, right? There are gifts from every single person. So that's the mindset shift. You can't waste time when you see your life as all growth opportunities. Yeah. And as you're talking, I'm thinking like even this idea of wasted time, it's like most of us waste time every minute of every day because we're not present. So, you know, and, and not present to what we're actually experiencing. So if you feel in retrospect that you've wasted time, maybe it's because there's a part of you that knew it was no longer aligned and you continued to stay. And then there's some guilt attached to that or some, some, you know, frustration attached to that. But when we zoom out and look from a divine perspective, it's all perfect. Even if your awakening happens when you're 65 years old and you settled in a marriage that was sucking the life out of you, but you finally got out of it, 
it couldn't have gone any other way because it didn't. And so there's a divinity to the moment that we have these awakenings. And I think the awakenings, at least this has been my experience, happen over and over and over and over again. There's always new levels of self-awareness, new levels of growth, new levels of evolution of who we are in the world and how we show up. And so every time we awaken, it's a, it's a new opportunity, but there's nothing wasted. Like if you spent 30 years with someone, you know, yes, of course there's grief that comes with all of those years that you, that you were repressed, but you didn't know anything else. So that was the experience you were meant to have. And it will be, you know, so often in my experience, I look back in retrospect and things make way more sense. Like we try and make sense of it right now, but it can't make sense till retrospect. And then we look back and think, oh, okay, that made sense. I had those 30 years of repression so I could really have a catalyst to live my life from now on, from 65 on as many years I have left on this planet, I'm going to fucking show up fully. I'm going to be present. I'm going to learn about myself. I'm going to get to know what lights my soul on fire. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to grow. So yeah. And I mean, the, I look back at all my former partners too, and I don't even like the word X because it almost like put an X through it. Like it didn't count. Like there's a disregarding of our past relationships that happens with when we break up with people. It's like, because of the story, it's all because of the story we were fed of being with one person forever. So there's this thing that happens where it's like, Oh, now that's an X. Who's the one now? Who's the next one? Who's the next one? But ultimately every single part, every single partner you had, whether you were asleep to who you really are or awake to your patterns in the experience doesn't matter. Every partner you had was a part of you becoming who you are today. Even if you had a toxic, painful relationship that led you to learning how to be boundaried and learning how to walk away, that was the gift of that relationship. Right. I love that. And I, if you haven't listened already to how to find the one you're going to want to get over there, because we talked about that too, that we live in a culture that dismisses any unheightened experience. Right. And I love what you said about being present because part of what this is about, I'm thinking actually about the statement, Oh, I wasted my time. It's actually a statement from inside victimhood. Yes. And so we, can easily say, oh, I wasted my time to dismiss our own growth and actually to dismiss the part we played in the dysfunction of the fucking relationship. Totally. And so, and it's been really powerful for me because a lot of people, at least I have some people that have been saying it this way, like, how do I not waste my time? Right. Mm -hmm. As if it's up to the other person. So let's, let's move into this for a second, because also what you said about like the self-abandonment of, you know, oh, I ignored the signs or I actually ignored the red flags. And so in order to awaken, right, the whole purpose of, you know, evolving consciousness is taking responsibility for yourself and seeing yourself as the creator of your life, period. Mm. Right. And it's really easy. And you know, as well as I do, all the drama of dating right now is from blame. Yeah. It's your job to make me happy on a date. It's, it's your hard. job to entertain me on a date. It's your job to fuck me open to God. Like, give yeah. me a break. Yeah. Right. It's actually my job to make me happy. It's my job to date with intention. It's my job to ask the accountable questions so that I can get to know who you are. And then I can make a decision about that, mm. not try to get you to change and being present 
is part of consciousness, right? I have to actually live from present intention to be able to take responsibility for my life and be able to make decisions that empower me. And so why this has been so important to me is you waste time on the wrong people, not because they do anything. Yeah. You waste time when you deny your own feelings about somebody, right? You have the, you always bring it back to this, right? You have the intuition that says just something is off. I don't feel good with this person, but you move forward anyway. Or I see it more tangibly with the person says, I don't want a relationship right now, but you do. And then you tell yourself, oh, they'll change their mind in a few weeks. And you take it upon yourself to do your childhood pattern of thinking you're going to win by getting that person to eventually want you. You waste your time by not being vulnerable and not being honest. So maybe you're somebody have lots of three month itch people. They date for three months and and over and over again. And I'm telling you right now, the secret why relationships fall apart. You may be someone who does the three month roundabout is because you're not vulnerable out of the gate, period. You guys are not real. And anything that starts from fear is not going to end in love. And so also if you're starting from, well, I don't want to waste my time. That's a defense. Mm. You're not present. You're not open-hearted. You're not being generous and deciding who you want to be. You're living from how do I control the outside world? All my little controllers out there. And, and even if that's not your primary saboteur, everyone controls right in their own little ways. And one of the ways you exert control on a date is by deciding that you're going to manage the other person so that you feel okay, rather than dating with intention, deciding who am I? Who do I want to be on this date right now? How am I going to bring the fun? I'm going to bring the joy. I'm going to have a good time because I'm going to decide that rather than asking for someone to entertain you. Yes. Let's, oh my God. Yes. So as you were (laughs) describing that, I was just thinking, let's talk about the energetics or I wasn't even thinking I was feeling the energetics of this question, like the energetics of, am I wasting my time? Mm -hmm. It's. So it just makes me think of that friend. I'm sure I've shared this story before, but he's in a man in his early forties. And when we first met and I was giving him some support around dating, he said, you know what? I, he only liked to date women that were under 30. And at first I was so just like, you know, disgusted by the comment. But when I got curious and asked questions, he shared that he, Uh, goes on dates with women over 30 and feels like, especially over 35. And he feels like he's on a job interview Mm. and he feels like they're like, do you want kids? How many kids do you want? When do you want to get married? Do you want it? Do you want this? Do you want that? And he's like, he was like, it was, wasn't these women I was meeting. It was like this crazy, their saboteur (laughs) controller part of them that was leading the way. And so like that, the energetics of feeling like I'm wasting my time based on some faulty belief that there is a timeline and that we are in control of it, which we're fucking not. And when you're trying so hard to control it, it's not going to go well. When you learn how to surrender and be like you just said, and be in connection with yourself and be in the energy of letting dating be an experience to get to know yourself and a, and an opportunity to get to know and be curious about other people rather than going in with this freaking agenda and being like, I have an agenda. I have time. I'm 35. Time is ticking. I don't want to waste my time. Like when your patterns are leading the way, when you're dating, it's not going to end well, you might end up married with a baby 
but you're now tied to life with someone who is, you know, a sociopath, a narcissist, <laughs> like a, a teenage boy, not going to show up, um, whatever, because you let your pattern lead the way. So like the pressure, take mm. yourself off the hook. There's no timeline and you might have 10 more love stories. You might have said, I know I've said this so many times before, like you have no idea what's coming and your mind can think and try and control what's coming and what you think that you're supposed mm -hmm. to have or want. But when you learn how to dance with life and surrender to the magic of what you're here to experience, you will experience so much more fulfillment and joy and let life bring you what you're meant to experience to grow into more parts mm -hmm. of you. Like the universe has an intelligence to it that we as humans spend so much time not trusting and trying to control and trying to block and argue with and then life becomes so hard and so unfulfilling and you know we've said this a billion times but that timeline is empty if that's what's leading you there you know if yes. you're not in your body and in your heart on a date like you were when you met andrew life led you to a, a relationship that you keep getting to deepen in and meet more parts of yourself in because of who you were being and where you were at within yourself when you met him Yes. But if our patterns are leading and we're, we're leading from the trying to control your timeline, trying to control not wasting time, it's just not going to work out how you want it. You'll get to the finish line, whatever that is, check all those boxes right. and be like, oh my God, I'm still not happy. What is this? Or now I'm miserable because I'm in an unhealthy relationship, but we're married with kids. Right. I mean, but this needs to be the like billionth reminder also of people in relationship are not necessarily happier. Like there's no. plenty of people that are in fucked relationships. Yeah. So if you're single, just like in the angst about relationship and, and I keep coming back and, and maybe this is just because all I'm thinking about is dating right now, because I'm launching my dating program, but dating with intention Yes. Right. What is your intention? And great. If your intention is just to find the father of your kid, you're going to show up very differently than dating with intention to find a life partner who actually is available, respectful, kind, has a shared vision for you. Right. Like if you just want a boyfriend, right. We, we haven't riffed about the six get engaged in six month dating coaches. Mm. Right. I'm not sure why that's the goal really. Mm -hmm. But like, if the intention is to get engaged in six months, you're going to bring a very different energy than my intention is to learn about myself. My intention is to be mindful. My intention is to remember my self-worth isn't on the table. It's not this person's job to confirm that I'm worthy or not. Mm -hmm. Right. And my intention is to pay attention, right? How many red flags do we miss when we're swept by the intensity of feeling or swept by the narcissist who's showing up really powerfully in the first yeah. few weeks? Oh yeah. They're and amazing. You're, on the first few days. <laughs> you're in love. And, and then with that said of, we always come back to language, right? I'm thinking about, you know, and we chose the language in this podcast, right? This podcast very specifically, but think to yourself, oh, I'm going to intend not to waste time. Feel how different that is from I'm going to intend to bring my best self on every date. And I'm going to intend to be really clear on my non-negotiables. I'm going to intend to have self-respect, intend to love, you know, to love myself, intend to be open and curious about who someone is. Yeah. My consciousness is living from intention. Yes. And if you're and over and over, I mean, I can't say it enough. This, this 
victim position of blaming. If you want to be conscious, you have to give up blame period, period. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I'm just going to say, if you're afraid of wasting time, then master probably will. (laughs) Yeah. If you're afraid (laughs) of wasting time, look, maybe start looking at all the ways you're wasting your time. Are you wasting your time on your phone 10 million times a day? Are you wasting your time, you know, giving, 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 giving to everyone else? Like, how are you honoring your time? There's an accountable statement. There's a radical responsible statement, right? The, when you're in your heroine, when you're in your soul self, when you're in your most expansive empowered adult self, You're not like, I'm a victim to time being wasted. You take responsibility for your time. You have reverence for your time. You honor your time. You don't just say yes to things because someone wants you to go for dinner or you're invited to something and you feel included. You don't let little you and your patterns lead. You fucking honor your time. You know your time is precious. So you're intentional with your time. Every minute of every day, you get out of bed and you're intentional with how you start your day. And this is not about being perfect. Like you, I have days and moments and where I do waste my, and I, and then I remember, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I said yes to that thing, even though actually it wasn't aligned. I'm leaving for Greece next week. And right now I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with myself of like wanting to say yes to things, but also being really honest with, wait, do I have the capacity for that? I have very limited time left before I leave and a lot to do and people I want to see, and also wanting to feel good and rejuvenated when I go. So it's like, how how are you relating to your time, being with your time? I, my time is wasted. He wasted my time. That relationship wasted my time. It's all victim blame, saboteur bullshit. You are in charge of how you show up for yourself. So yes. Boom. Boom. (laughs) I'm so glad you brought that. And I was thinking about, um, have you read the road less traveled? Um, maybe a long time ago. A long time ago. It was, my amazing therapist in college who absolutely changed my life. Just the best thing that happened to me at that time. She told me to read that book and it's, it's in the beginning of that book. The quote is until you value yourself, you won't value your time. And until you value your time, you won't do anything with it. And this feels really, really important. Just a beautiful full circle about this episode that valuing yourself is at the root of self-worth. It's at the root of healing codependency and all of your patterns. It's at the root of becoming the heroine of your life. When you value yourself, you do things differently, period. Hi, my love. It's Catherine here. And I am so excited to invite you to my signature nine-week group coaching program, Open to Love. This is my signature program because I've combined my 10 years of experience working one-on-one with women on top of all of my trainings to create a very simple, digestible, and doable program to support your healing and empowerment around dating. This is my dating program. So this is for single women who are really ready to heal and ready to stop playing dating games and stop being caught in the drama and stop telling yourself that this is just too hard and you're ready to give up because you know that you are designed for life-changing love. If you've been following the podcast or if you're new to the podcast, welcome. You know that I serve 
the woman who wants partnership. I help women find the love that actually will last and that will add to her already present fulfilling life. This, I believe, and this has been my experience, love is what transforms. Love is what heals. We do not heal through berating ourselves, criticizing ourselves, or worst of all, thinking that I just need to find a different person and then I'll have a different experience in relationship. The different person, the different person is found through you being different in dating. And this will be my second time running the program. And so many women have said extraordinary things, more hope, more connection to themselves, more certainty around their capacity to set boundaries, speak up, end the people-pleasing perfectionism pattern. And most of all, they loved being with each other. And you know, Kate and I shout from the rooftops about the power of sisterhood. And it is essential for finding partnership to be around women that really believe in you, will believe in your love story, will speak positively about partnership and about men, because we really need to stop the hate and the berating of dating culture. I work with women who want to be part of the solution. When you date different, even if someone is not right for you, you're setting them up to behave differently with other women, right? We have to all be in this together. And I am deeply involved in this group. So it is nine weeks long. We meet on Tuesday nights and we're going to start on September 14th. This is 90 minutes of teaching, experiential learning, and coaching week by week. You get nine workbooks for each module, and you also will get a bunch of bonuses like boundary communication, text message scripts, so that you actually are empowered to know what to do. And most of all, it's the healing that is necessary, the emotional maturity that is necessary to set yourself up for success in love. And opening to love is really about opening to life, opening to yourself. I was speaking with a a client this week about the importance of being open and intimate with self in order to be open and intimate with another. And that's what we're going to do in this program. So there are only 15 spots. I'm going to keep it very intimate so that every woman in the program can have the attention that she deserves. And I am so, so excited. I welcome you. If my work has resonated with you, if you have been repeating the same pattern over and over and over and over again, and you are ready to break the cycle, you are ready to step into your power, step into your purpose around love and have it feel easy and joyful and fun because you're going to have the clarity on how to create epic love, then open to love is for you. The link is in the show notes. And if you'd like to get on a call with me to see if this program is right for you, I am available for that. You know where to find me on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email me at hi at katherinedanielli.com. I love you. And I can't wait to be with you in this program. See you soon. I mean, I just shared all about my, my, 
past lovers who I was not my best self in all of those relationships. And I still have reverence for who I became as a result of meeting those men and still have reverence for the things that I learned in that relationship. And, and if you've been listening, you know, my story, like I always come back to, I had to learn what love was not in order to learn what love is. And I'm learning every single day in my relationship. And Oh, this is the other thing I wanted to say about your friend who was like, Oh, I like dating younger women. Mm -hmm. Um, if I may, and I imagine you'll agree on this, there's plenty of women in their twenties who also are on a hunt for a husband and will, and will interview. So maybe we can challenge oh, that guy to like, give sure. me a break. Right. But He's with that said, a lot. yes, yes. With that said, the innocence, right. And the lightheartedness of the, the young twenties, like I have my whole life ahead of yes. me, yeah. right. There's a difference. If we can remember that energy plus the wisdom you have. Yes. Right. There, we, we love you. All of you young 20 somethings that listen <laughs> to our podcast. We love you so much. And there's a recklessness about life in our twenties. Like I lived that way. I was a freaking alcoholic too. And like drank like crazy in my early twenties, but this place of like, I act like I have all the time in the world. Yeah versus the older we get. And, and if you haven't listened to Kate's amazing 40th birthday episode, I freaking loved that episode with you and your vulnerability and, and your reverence for your life, like owning the wisdom that you have now as a result of that time. And so there is no wasted time, but value yourself and value your time and decide what you'll do with it. And no matter how old you are, we all have access to living from this moment is actually all we have. Yes. Yeah. Right? And what do I want to do in this moment? Yeah. So true. It's so true. I think of I'm like all my, I have quite a lot of 20, early 20 clients who I freaking love so much. And I love that young women are showing up for this yes. work. Yes. And I feel like these next coming generations are like, there's a different fierceness to them than we had when we were young. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, in, in the work of unlocking a woman's heroine, which we do in the reclamation and at the immersion in Greece, where I'm heading soon, um, when you unlock the different aspects, one of the aspects is the innocent and like we have access to, so that innocence that we have when you're a teenager, when you're in your twenties, when you're a little kid, time is like infinite because it's going much slower. I mean, the whole world seems to be spinning faster, but <laughs> I certainly know the older I get, the faster life goes. That's like, oh my God, how is it the weekend again? How is it the week? How is it September? How is it? Everything's going by so fast. Um, mm -hmm. But when we're younger, time is just slower and you're more present in the moment and you're more connected to having fun, even if fun might be toxic for some people, but you're just so much more connected to that innocence, heart energy, joy, presence, wonder, awe, curiosity, being in those qualities. And as adults, we have access to reclaiming that again. Yes. And from that place, like when you're in a state of wonder and presence and joy and doing things that are fun, you know, that light you up and, you know, be allowing yourself to, to be around people who you have fun with, who you laugh. I mean, I think about when you and I are together, we laugh wow. so much, which is medicine to our souls. Yes. And so like, you know, when you're actually around people that you feel deeply nourished to be around, it doesn't, it's not wasted time, even if it's, you know, so if you're in a relationship that feels fucking painful and toxic and you're staying small because of it, yeah, your time is precious and your energy is precious. And, you know, 
when the time is right and you have the tools and the support, you will have the courage to leave. But ultimately, Mm -hmm. your time is so precious and everything's divine. You can't waste it. And so are you, right? Like you are precious. You are worthy. You are valuable. And it it is that, that freaking quote, like until you value yourself, you won't value your time. And until you value your time, you won't do anything with it. And I, we want you to be empowered in every area of your life and empowered dating is dating with intention right? And empowered dating is listening when someone's speaking. Empowered dating is actually paying attention to what actually matters, which is not the big extravagant first date. It's how do they honor you? How do they speak about themselves? How do they speak about their past relationships? How do they speak about their future? What do you actually go through together? And for all my anxiously attached people, I get that you want to lock it down as fast as freaking possible, right? But that doesn't work. You know, you know, who really shows up well in the beginning is avoidance. They actually show up really well in the beginning and then it'll change when things get real. And so there is a way to not actually waste your time because you become intentional with it and you stop abandoning yourself and you stop betraying yourself and you stop staying in the relationship where you're not happy. I've been around. I mean, the couples I admire the most are the ones that laugh all the time. Like that is what's, what's intoxicate. I mean, I get that Facebook and Instagram isn't real. I'm very aware that how they show up on an Instagram reel is probably not who they are every day of their relationship. And when your heart is open, playfulness as one of the qualities of the heart, right? Like you want to be with the person you relax with, not the person you become more anxious with, right? Or the person who you're, you're chasing the timeline. I'm so grateful that you brought that up because we, there are no woman is supposed to have the exact same life as another woman. When you are living from your soul's design, right. From the true blueprint of who you are, you stop being concerned about that actually. Like that's my experience. And I, and I had to go through my own process to get to where I am. But what actually has been happening for me lately is that like just landing in I'm living my truth. Yeah, like and we've really conversations am. about yes. how different my life is to your life. Yes, yeah. how, you're about to go on a lifetime trip. <laughs> yeah, and how how beautiful yes. like it is that we yes. both are fully living our truth and how aligned yes. we are, and yet our, our truths and our paths right now are so different. Yes. And I I just thought of this like this saying that's helped me so much. I may have said mm. it before, but it's helped me so much. It's like a mantra I tell myself because I used to always be in a hurry. And it's because I was disassociated from myself. So I'd be in a hurry every day. My calendar would be so squished together and I'd be running from one thing to the next. And I literally was like, I'm crazy busy. I'm crazy busy. I'm crazy busy. And then I get into relationships and I want the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Like, so I feel safe. And I was in this frenetic rushed energy and which meant I was totally disassociated from myself, from my body, from my heart, from my truth. And the more that I've slowed down, the more that my life flows so beautifully and everything mm. like it, the, it, the next thing is always revealed. And so um, that's when the magic happens. And so my invitation to you is when I am in a, when I'm in a hurry, slow down. I had the, I learned this lesson. I wrapped Jeff and I had a brand new car and I wrapped it around a pole in an under in our underground parking lot because I was in a hurry rushing to get to a coaching group coaching call I was about to lead. But of course, rushing led me to have to having to cancel the call because I 
scraped our brand new car. And it was, I just heard this voice that said, when you're in a hurry, slow down. Because if, mm-hmm. if, if people were actually present in the moment and home in their bodies, car accidents wouldn't even happen. Yeah. Crazy train wreck of relationships, toxic abuse, it wouldn't happen because people would actually hear, hear and feel when things are not aligned. So if you're in a hurry right now and you're rushing to, cause of this pressure, Mm. you think you're wasting time and you're rushing to get the ring, you're rushing to get the thing, the wedding, you're rushing to get the thing like that thing is not going to give you what you think it's going to give you. I absolutely guarantee that with every fiber of my being. Me too. And so my invitation to our invitation to you is slow down. I love that. I love that. I'm going to take that with me too. And so many people love like that. I was like, don't even get me started about the texting and driving and the 20,000 distractions while driving. Let alone but, what's happening in our fucking heads when heads, we're driving. Like we're not right, even there. <laughs> right. Our, your life is happening now. now. And right now is the moment you have control over. You do have control over yourself and that's it. Not other people. But when you do the work, you become the creator, the author, and the artist of your life and your love life. And I freaking loved this episode. And I'm so happy we covered so much. Yeah. And we look forward to hearing from you. We appreciate that so much when you let us know. We love that you share it with your friends. So always, if you're not already on Instagram, like tag us when you're talking about the episodes, you'll be our our big heroes about that. It means so much for us to know that we're making a difference and that you appreciate what we have to say. And if you're not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, you can also ask us questions there. We both love that so much. And when you join the group, you can let us know the kinds of things you want to hear on the podcast. Yeah. So anything else you want to say? That's it. Slow down. (laughs) Slow down. Slow down. We love you. There's no wasted time. And we'll see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.